PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. Thank you for joining us again this week on the PDPW Podcast, where Hank Wagner tells us about a highly piece of sophisticated equipment that we all possess, but if misused, creates a lot of challenges that we see in today's everyday life. Let's join Hank in this week's podcast titled, What Does It Do? Welcome to another PDPW podcast. I hope the reason you listen to this podcast is because you believe you're worth investing in. I hope the reason you listen to any podcast, read any book, go to any class or seminar, or sit at the feet of someone who may be wiser than you, I hope the reason you do that is because you believe you're worth investing in. I certainly do, and that's the reason I'm a part of these podcasts. So we've been talking a little bit about this really important, highly sophisticated piece of equipment that all of us possess. It's been with us since the day we were born, and it'll be with us until the day we die. However, if we don't use it, or we don't use it properly, then we're going to look back at some point in our lives and be disappointed at what could have been accomplished, of what could have happened. We're talking about our mind and I, I want to draw a parallel with the story to help you maybe get a little bit clearer picture about why it's important for us to think about this. All of us listening to the podcast, or most of us, probably have lawns to mow. And therefore, we have lawnmowers to help us with that task. But what if you, instead of taking that perfectly functional lawnmower out of your garage, you went and took a scissors and clipped your lawn with that scissors? I'm sure in the hours, days, or weeks in our case that it would take to clip our lawn, we'd feel incredibly foolish. What if we took the lawnmower out, went through all of the motions, covered every square inch of that lawn as if we were mowing it, but intentionally chose to not turn the mower deck on? I think when we were finished, we'd turn around and be quite disappointed with the results. Or what if, when you needed parts from your local machinery dealer, or maybe some food from the grocery store, you took your lawnmower to town to pick up those supplies, and you in turn used your car or truck to attempt to mow the lawn? Wouldn't turn out very well. It's the same thing with this highly sophisticated mind that we have. If we don't use it, or we don't use it properly, either because we're unaware of its potential or just haven't been trained on how to use it, as we get forward in life, we may be disappointed as we realize what potential or what possibilities we had that we never capitalized on. So this really important, sophisticated mind that we have has two parts. There's the conscious side of our mind, which operates at a speed of about 2,000 bits per second. And that may not mean a lot to you until you see how it compares to the speed of the other part of our mind. But it's this conscious mind where we focus on images or vision, where we see pictures. It's where we create, where we think, and where we make choices. This is the place where we allow outside influence to impact that thinking and those choices. 
it's extremely important to have awareness because it's awareness that's how we improve our thoughts and it's those thoughts that turn into habits and then behaviors. The existing results that we currently have in our lives, what's going on right now, is a reflection of our thinking up until this point in time. Everything that's happened or is happening is because of thinking and choices that we have made up until this point in time. And many people get really frustrated because they try to change circumstances or results that they're getting in their lives and don't realize that their thinking must be changed first. And all of that's done in the conscious side of our mind. And you're going to realize when I tell you about the other part of our mind why a lot of times change doesn't happen. So this other portion of our mind, which is, which is much bigger and more important than the conscious side, if you could imagine that, is the subconscious, or what some people would like to call the unconscious because we never think about it. Our unconscious mind is operating at a speed of approximately 4 billion bits per second. 4 billion compared to the 2,000 on the conscious side of our mind. Our subconscious or unconscious is in full operation 24-7. It's been in full operation from the day we were born and will be till the day we die. Versus the conscious side, which is only used when we choose to use it. It's our unconscious mind that controls many of our bodily functions. Our breathing our heartbeat, muscle movements, speaking. Imagine what it would be like if we had to consciously choose to breathe, if we had to consciously make the decision to have our heart beat at the appropriate times, or if we had to consciously tell each individual muscle to perform to allow us to be able to walk or move our hands or to speak. We have a very sophisticated mind that sometimes I think we take for granted or at least are unaware of. It's this unconscious part of our mind that's storing up lots of information, our memories, this really important thing called belief systems that we're going to talk about in another podcast, our values. And then there's the all-important self-image. All of that is stored in our unconscious. And those things that are stored there were at one time chosen by us, by our conscious. And those things will remain exactly as they are, stored up, programmed in our unconscious, unless... We consciously decide to change them, which rarely happens because they're stored in our unconscious. We don't think about them. What makes this even more significant or important to understand is that all of that information that is stored there, our subconscious knows no limits. 
It does not know what's right or what's wrong, what's good or bad, what's true or false. Our subconscious has no ability to neglect or reject things. It can only accept. It must accept whatever we tell it. Any thought or idea that we present over and over again to our unconscious mind, it will accept as truth. Any thought or idea that we send will turn into habits and behaviors that we perform throughout our day without even thinking about them. Science has shown us that between 75 and 92% of our behaviors on a day-to-day basis are done without us even thinking about them, without us being aware of them happening. This is extremely powerful. It's almost like we are somewhat programmed like a robot or a computer. And if that programming... If those choices are good ones, then we're in good shape. But if we've stored up wrong thinking, wrong beliefs, a wrong self-image, and that's turned into unconscious behaviors, it's a really bad thing. We're going to understand this a little bit deeper, but I want to leave you with a story to reflect upon or to think about until next time. We all know that children are very curious, hungry to learn. They're using the conscious mind much more than we do as adults because they're establishing those memories, belief systems, values, and their self-image. They're programming those behaviors and habits. And we all know that children play video games. It's just one of the ways that they're being influenced or impacted in their unconscious programming. How often do you see an an 80-year-old playing a video game? It's our very young children who are playing these video games. And remember... Whatever we tell our unconscious mind over and over again, it believes, it accepts as truth. So when our young children are playing video games today, it's not the way it used to be where you sit in front of a TV and you hear all of the noises and distractions. They put on this helmet that includes goggles and a sound system and it it eliminates all of the distractions around you and it's like you are in real life, playing this video game. I sat down with a few young kids, third to fifth graders, some time ago, and I asked them what they do for fun. What kind of hobbies do they have? And the biggest, most important one was video games. I said, well, what kind of video games do you play? And they started rattling off all of these names that I didn't understand. And I said, well, what do they do? What kind of games are they? And unfortunately, the ones that involved instruction or killing were the most popular. One young man said his favorite one 
was one where you could go into a school and you get points for killing other students. Extra points for taking out teachers. Much of what's going on in our world today is connected to this subject that we're talking about. And many of us are completely unaware of the power, the influence, or the impact of this important, highly sophisticated piece of equipment that all of us possess. Our thanks again to Hank Wagner for joining us this week on the PDPW podcast, and our thanks to you for listening. Have a great week. Brought to you by the PDPW, Dairy's professional development organization. More details at pdpw.org.